Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Friday. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Book and a Biscuit. Welcome, everybody. I'm Chris. And I'm Tina. And we're back again. And uh, as you probably guess, we usually record all this, but uh, today we are recording uh, just minutes before it's going to air. <laughs> so <laughs> this <Okay>. should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Should be fun. It's always fun. Well, oh, yeah. always. It's always a fun. Interesting. <laughs> anyway. I Anyways. Guess, I guess we're going to continue with the book. Job. Or I mean Job. <laughs> the book of Job. <laughs> okay. And I guess we're continuing. And we're doing chapter two this time. And I guess it's my turn to read. It's her turn. Yeah. And I, summing up on the last chapter. Wow. What a man go through what he's gone through and still love God. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. not to curse God about what happened to him, but just all this happening to Job in one day. Wow. Jeez. If you guys are just joining us, you'll have to go back and listen to the previous episode. Or just read the book of Job anytime you want. The, the chapter one. Read the book of Job. But it'd be great if I you mean, listen to us, though. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, though. But anyway. Okay, chapter two. Here we go. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. Interesting. The huh. sons of God presenting themselves. Okay. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? Why are you, you know, basically, why are you here? Yeah. And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an unripe man, one that feareth God, and assisteth, I think explain evil, and still he holdeth fast his integrity. Although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. And see, once again, it's kind of, it's like something's missing there. Because all of a sudden we have Satan, he comes to the Lord. And the next thing you know, <clears throat> all of a sudden we're talking about Job now. It's kind of like something's like a conversation between Satan and God. It's not right. there. And if you guys missed out, I'm not sure if we said it, but Job chapter two is where we're at. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did anyway, say it. Anyway, oh, okay. okay. Anyway, verse four, chapter two. And Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin, ye all that a man hath will he give for his life. Skin for skin. Oh, wow. That's uh, ye all a that I, Interesting. All that I man hath will he give for his life. Hmm. Five, but put forth thine hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And ate, and he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal and he sat down among the ashes i have to look that up what a potsherd mm. is huh 
Verse 9, then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die. So his wife is still alive, I guess. And so now alive. she's telling him, curse God for all this. And then uh, verse 10, but he said unto her, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. So he didn't, he didn't curse God. Okay. Verse 11. Now, when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came every one from his own place. Oh boy. Try to pronounce these. Elip Eliphaz. Eliphaz. Sorry, people. And Tamanite. the Tamanite and the Beladad and the Shuahite and the Zoophar and the Nahmathalahite. Sorry. It, it sounds like a rock. Woo! Yeah, it does. Nahmathalahite. <laughs> okay, continue. For they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And 12. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off and knew him not they lifted up their voice and wept and they rent everyone his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads to toward heaven 13 so they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights and none spake a word unto him for they saw that his grief was very great interesting huh so his friends came and Mourning, I guess, the death of his children, basically. Right. You know, everything that's happened to him. And just... So they sat around a campfire and watched him? I guess. But they sprinkled themselves with dust upon their heads toward maybe heaven. It's, huh. Maybe it's dust from that rock in my height. <laughs> that's a good... That's, okay. Funny. <laughs> that's one of the clans, I think. His friends I don't know. <laughs> so, but it's funny how his friends came to suffer with him. Basically, you see what I mean? Yeah, I want to know more about their friends from Zophar. Huh, that's interesting. And Bildad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to know what this pot shirt, pot shirt in verse eight, and he took pot him shirt. a pot shirt to scrape him himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Hmm, pot shirt. Well, I don't know. I have let's to look that up. Uh, yeah, Google it. Google it. Or you it. want to look it up in the book over well, here? Well, it's not over here. You have to. It's in the library. Oh, in the library. I don't want to go to the library and get it. All right, we're gonna look this up. Potsherd. So bear with us. Oh, right, you go ahead. Well, so so Satan is further trying Job, basically. So he so he did this all to Job, and Job still didn't curse God. So Satan comes again before the Lord and basically and says, I'm gonna he wants to try Job again. You know, this time he's gonna give him some boils, I guess. What does a pot shirt mean in the Bible? A piece of earthware? Earthenware. Oh, okay, like a pot. That's what I was kinda thinking. But... So he had boils and he scraped some. Yeah, he scraped himself with all and he sat down among the ashes. Hmm. So, okay. He scraped boils off him and set him afire? I guess. I don't know. Well, he may have the kind of 
I'm yeah, not yes, sure. Maybe here. that's what he did. Yeah. Because they were talking about skin for skin or whatever. Yeah. And that's the other one. Skin, verse four. And Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin. Yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. Okay. So Satan was answering God. Because uh, the Lord said unto Satan, verse 3, said, said uh, let's see, the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and ascendeth with, or explain evil, or what does, what does Ascishawith mean? Ascishawith evil? Ascishawith E now, let's see. Spell that. Okay, it's E S C H E W E T H. Shisha with. Uh, In the Bible. There you go. Okay. Googling We're Googling it. people. To avoid habitually, especially on moral or on practical, practical grounds. grounds. To shun. Okay, so one that feareth God and shun evil, basically. I see. Okay. Okay. And still he holdeth out his integrity. Okay. So I guess verse 4, he's telling him that no man is skin for skin, yea, all that I man hath will he give for his life. Hmm. Hmm. So basically Satan is saying that this is what man will do, but I'm not quite understanding that skin for skin thing. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning of my chapter here, it says Satan further tries Job. Right. He is smitten with boils. boils. Uh -huh. His family reproved. Uh -huh. So yeah, his wife was saying you should curse God or whatever. Right. It's like, nah. -uh. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it's amazing how all his children were taken away and yeah. everything was taken away from him except his wife. Except his wife. In chapter one. So it makes you wonder that Satan knew that his wife would do this. Yeah. You know, make it, you know, plant the bug in his ear about cursing God. Yeah, because his friends showed up and mourned with him. Yeah. Comfort him. Yeah. But the comfort he got from his wife was not, <laughs> you know, no, you know, you need anything. to, you know, blame God for what all this, this happened, right. which he could have because God allowed it. You see what I mean? He could have easily blamed God because God, yeah, he because, could have easily because Satan him. went, went before God and Satan suggested Job, but apparently God knew Job better than Satan knew Job because God knew that Job wasn't going to, because he says that he's he says it right here. God true. says yeah, that. Um, yeah, Job. There's none like him in the earth. A perfect man and an upright man. One that feareth God and is shunning with the evil, shuns evil. <laughs> so God knew Job better than Satan knew Job. But hmm, hmm, that's something. That is something. Anyway, 
Do you want me to go on to verse 3? Oh. Chapter um, 3, not verse 3. Chapter 3? Sure. All right, so we've got some time here. Yeah, we got a little extra okay. time. Okay, all right, so I'll move on to chapter 3. <laughs> I'm then. a loss at words, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, chapter 3, verse 1. After this, opened Job his mouth and cursed his day. He cursed his day. Uh -huh. He didn't curse God, but he cursed the day. This day? Oh, sorry. So he cursed the day. And Job's, he cursed the day. Okay. Uh, and Job spake and said, here he goes, let the day perish wherein I was born. There is a man child conceived. Okay, so he curses the day he is born, basically. Oh, boy. Huh. Verse 4, let that day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above, neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. Boy, he really is cursing the day he was born. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, six. As for that night, let darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined unto the days of the year. Let it not come unto the number of the months. Wow. Seven. Lo, let that night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come therein. Let them curse it that curse the day who are ready to raise up their morning. Let the stars of the twilight there of the dark, let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day, because it shut not up the doors of my mother's womb, nor did sorrow from my eyes. Why died I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? Why did the knees prevent me? Or why the, br br the breast that I should suck? Okay, All this right. is in the Bible, guys. For now should I have lain still and been quiet. I shall have slept, then had I been at rest. With kings and counselors of the earth, which built desolate places for thy, themselves, or with princes that have gold, who filled their houses with silver, or as a hidden, untimely birth I had not been, as infants which never saw light. There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary be at rest. There the prisoners rest together. There hear no, not the voice of the oppressor. The small and the great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Wherefore is light given to him that is in misery, and life unto the bitter in soul, which long for death, but it cometh not, and dig for it more than for hid treasures which rejoice exceedingly and are glad when they can find the grave why is light given to a man whose way is hid and whom god hath hedged in for my sighing cometh before i eat and my roaring are proud out Poor poured God. out like the waters for the thing which i greatly feared is come upon me and that which i was afraid of is come unto me i was not in safety neither had i rest neither was i quiet yet trouble come came wow he man he wow definitely is expressing to me a lot of negative energy here but it's funny well true as a child the number one verse that I only I always will remember in Job is 25, chapter 3, 25. For the very thing I greatly fear has come upon me, and that which I'm afraid of is come unto me. 
which is so freaking true. Yeah. So freaking true. You fear something greatly, it will come upon you. <laughs> I believe yeah. in that one strongly. Strongly. Boy, he expresses. Yeah, well, like what uh, we watched the other day, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Yeah. But. Yeah. You do need a measurable amount of fear. True. Because fear does keep you safe yeah. to an extent. You got to be careful, though. Yeah, it can. <laughs> it can kill you, though. <laughs> yeah. It can. Uh, yeah. It. Uh, you have to be careful, though. Being, I think, aware. I don't know if that would be considered fear. I think aware of things. Yeah. If if you face fear and take it as learning about it if you can i don't know there's some fears that you just can't like the fear of death i mean we don't know about it there's just right. nothing we we're can, aware of we're it. aware of it we're yeah aware that's it. true we know that you know it, it's an inevitable Nobody yeah lives forever I mean, right it's how you deal with that fear yeah it's how you deal yeah with but it. not to rule you to the extent where yeah. it's dangerous to you right. as a person but yeah that chapter three he really yeah, because you've always mentioned that. <laughs> well, the very thing you fear, you bring yeah, upon yourself. It's exactly. true. It's so true. It's so true. You oh, dwell yeah. in that negative energy. It's, yeah, if you dwell in the yeah, negative it's gonna energy, get you. You, you will bring it upon yourself. Yeah, you fear it enough. Yes. Yeah, yes. You fear it enough. You dwell in negative, it will come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you dwell in the positive. Oh, I do believe in that strongly. And you look for the positive, positive will come. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this whole chapter three, he really is, to me, like, He's angry at the same time. He curses and, the day of his birth. Yeah, he's just his complaint. Wow, he life. just way he goes on and on and on. He's he's not happy here at all. Well, considering <laughs> what happened, happened, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's interesting how he takes that energy and he blames himself instead of God. True. Yeah. He's you still, see what I mean? He's blaming himself, he's blaming himself self, for basically, for all born. this. <laughs> yeah. He's blaming himself for fearing these things. Yeah. Yeah, for fearing. But that's interesting that he feared these things, and it came upon him. Yeah, because that's what it says here. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. And that which I was afraid of is come unto me. So he did fear these things. And it's interesting that how we start off with the story about Satan approaching God yeah. to give him a man that he can. That's what I mean. It, it, there's something missing. The conversation between yeah, Satan missing, and God is missing there. There's some missing between parts two here. and three. It seems like there's some missing. Yeah. Chapter verses. one is the same way, and chapter two is the same way. There's some oh, conversation. What do you guys think? It, it, I feel like put there's some. Yeah. Put your response on our Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a conversation is missing there between Satan and God. It's just all of a sudden, and it's like, you know, Satan's like, Satan comes to God. Something happened. Came also yeah. among them to present himself sure to the Lord. Happened. And then all of a sudden we jump into this. Here's my servant, Job. Right. And it's yeah. really weird. It's just weird. It is kind of strange. Mm -hmm. but anyway, and naturally ran out of time again. <laughs> but we, we uh, I'm glad we touched on that, on that one verse. Because 
Oh, 25? Yeah, chapter 25. two, or chapter, chapter three. Chapter three, verse 25. 25. Yeah, the very thing you fear. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. You fear it, you fear it enough, strongly enough, it does come upon you. And it, yes, yes. Hmm. Yeah, the thing, the way we connect, we're connected. That's for, that's for sure. That's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, that well, uh, wraps up this episode of Booking a Biscuit. And as Christopher always says, keep your mind on the pages of life. And like I say, keep your thinking flying. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Because guess what? As far as I know, that's about the last freedom we all got. Really? Right. <laughs> we still got that freedom. We still got that freedom <laughs> to think. So please do your that's thinking. Right. Please, please, please. Okay. Do your research and do your thinking. Yeah, please. Until next time on Book and a Biscuit. Bye-bye, everybody. Peace be to you.